BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Moji Alawode Al. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post-Roe hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe, because when BS is popping, we pop off. M-S-W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the u.s education system we'll see you there hi i'm francis callier and i'm angela v shelton we are frangela and welcome to the final word the final word with frangela the final the final word 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 I just want to let everybody know that my mic is busted to this week. It's busted. Okay. I saw it busted. Busted in front of my busted. face. It busted. busted. We gonna put up. We're gonna be putting up a GoFundMe for some equipment, <laughs> um, real soon. So this is the warning, uh, because yeah, we've been having problems like mics falling apart in front of our faces. <laughs> I mean, like, in not my even hands. in my tiny, tiny, tiny head. little cute hands. Not even, not even with the decency to do it in the dark of the night, but just oh. like boldly in your face. Then we tried to get the AI on because we used the AI to read the, the notes <laughs> of the podcast for, for for us. And the AI bitch told us she was busy. She was busy. She said she's going to take a minute, a moment. It's like, wait a minute. I ain't got no respect. No respect. Wait a minute. No respect. Are we getting attitude and pushback from AI? Absolutely. Speaking of which, okay, we're gonna get to that in a little we bit. We're gonna get to that. But thank you for listening to us on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and MSW Media. Thank you so much because you have amazing taste. And and you know what? And you're so smart. And I just love to give you that compliment because I don't know if you hear it enough. No, you don't. For everyone who needs to hear it, which is everyone, you're brilliant and you're beautiful and you are needed. Yes, you are needed. And and what we do as a community 
is needed. You know, I woke up today more enthused about what we do as a community because we all, you, we, Angela, me, we are lights in this world. And the, what we do in terms of our politics, yep. it is important to send up this light, to not allow these people to diminish our, our perspectives, our mm -hmm. voices, our opportunities. And we thank you so much for providing the base for this to happen. Thank you, because this is how change happens. You know, and Allison Gill, you know, Daily Beans, Muller, Shiro, MSW, like talks about this all the time, that we're building a community. Mm -hmm. This isn't just podcasts. This isn't just talking into a vacuum or to, you know, we're trying to build a community that's about getting things done and making change. And I just watched Michael Steele on MSNBC say, say exactly this, say to the people, to those who would hold back our nation and our people, to those who are the GOP, who want to say crime is okay if they commit it and 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 take away your rights, keep it up. Because mm -hmm. all you're doing is getting this population aware. That's right. From every position in government. And speaking of which, thank you to all our Patreon supporters. I, I mean, on my knees every day, I thank, thank you. you. Because Thank you. You're what's keeping us alive. You are. are keeping, Thank you. And you're keeping democracy alive. That's right. And and to people who've given us donations, you know, we're always surprised and pleasantly. Um, and and thank you so much for making those donations on PayPal. You know, um, you know, bills are bills, and it's just really helpful because without this, we can't do this kind of work. And that's why it's always important and helpful. But another way to be really supportive is just doing what you're doing now: downloading and listening, going back and reviewing. Also, really helps. But just getting other people aware of this podcast and getting them to download and subscribe is a huge favor. It is very hard to get, you know, through the noise of all the all the things out there that people can listen to. So that's really helpful too. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And as our thank you, we give you three micro idiots through Patreon a week. We that's will right. keep your ass laughing. Okay? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. And we we paid for the Zoom now. Yes, we can talk as long as we want. Yes, we can. Because you okay. know why we paid for the Zoom? Y'all paid for the Zoom. That's what, by we, I mean, we as the community. <laughs> Y'all, thank you. Because that, that has been a holding us back. And now that, we, now that better is gone. That's thank right. you. So also, you can get a Frangela in your pocket. You can get a pocket pick-me-up from Frangela by going That's to right. Cameo and putting in our names. And we have a few cameos to do today. One who gave us an extension, and thank you thank for the you. extension, because we were, I was out of town, and that was, the, so it was very helpful for the, for the patience and the love, because we want to give that back to you. Yes, we do. And always join us every Friday for the third hour of the Stephanie Miller Show for... The uh, Black Power Hour. This is yeah. where Stephanie Miller becomes Stephanie Mills, and Stephanie Mills becomes Stephanie Miller. But at the end of the day, I believe Stephanie Miller, she black. She black. You know, I'm at least say, for an hour on Friday, I'm gonna get that GoFundMe together for to get Stephanie Mills in the same room with Stephanie Miller. <laughs> we really, I mean, I mean, we, all, we, I'm gonna ask again. Bull, all the bullshit that happens in this world, I Thank think you. that is a fine wish. I'm just saying, six degrees of separation. Does anybody know anybody who knows Stephanie Mills? 
Come on. Because maybe we can make this happen without a GoFundMe and then we can pay for your microphone. Oh, that'd be great. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Here we go. I can't believe it. Just, 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 it literally just fell apart in her hand. <laughs> like, she went to plug it in and it was like, <gasps> like, like a soft rumble. It wasn't even dramatic. It was just like, it was just like, meow, meow, meow. <laughs> okay. Roughly six hours after pleading not guilty to. How many, Angela? Oh, 34. What? <laughs> Counts. 34. False business records. Trump had called the judge overseeing the case a Trump-hating judge with a Trump-hating wife and family. I call that a threat. I call that a threat. He is specifically talking about this judge's daughter. Yes, he has. Let me tell you something. You keep letting this mofo get away with this. Listen to me. What they need to be figuring out right now is how they're going to put him in jail and Thank hold him there. Thank with you. His, with his security guards. And I'm sorry, um, um, Secret Service. That's a shitty detail you got pulled on. You know, there, there were people who had to sit, uh, you know, at Abu Ghraib who didn't want to be there. Thank you. Some people just getting out. Right? You know, if you get assigned there, that's where your assignment is. I, don't, I have nothing to say to the Secret Service. Nothing. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. You know they I mean? can they can suck it. But let me tell you about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, thirty-four. <laughs> that's the only me. number that matters to me. Every kind because let me tell you about if you see Tucker Carlson was trying to spin Trump's reaction into being very calm. Like, oh, he's <laughs> never been more calm. I'm like he looks, and his whole legal quote team, although the quote should be wrong, legal, they all looked exactly how you should look when you've just been hit with 34 counts, 34 felonies. Yeah. Because here's the deal. All those felonies got time on them. That's you only need one. Years. That's right. You only need one. They only need to prove one and your ass is in jail. Yeah. Judge Juan <laughs> Hershon had asked Trump during his arraignment to please refrain from making statements that are likely to incite violence or civil unrest or jeopardize the safety or well-beings of any individuals. Nevertheless, it's not even nevertheless. That's too kind. That's too articulate. He can't help himself. Don't want to help himself won't help himself. He don't respect the law and justices. He certainly don't respect no judge and, and, and no judge, Latina, Latinx judge or whatever. Like, he don't respect that at all. Okay. Nevertheless, Trump went ahead and singled out Judge Mershon's and Mershon's daughter, who is a president of a digital campaign strategy agency that worked with Biden, Harris, and other Democrats. And let me tell you something. The world is the world, okay? People gonna know other people. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't hear. I can't hear you through the two billion dollars that Jared got from Saudi Arabia. That's I really can't. I really I'm can't saying. hear you. <laughs> Trump also called Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg a criminal for he claims uh, this is a, uh, uh, a criminal for as, as he claims leaking information about the case, which you know he didn't. This is a quote. I never thought anything like this could happen in America, Trump told supporters at Mar-a-Lago, which I watched. The only crime that I've committed has been to fearlessly defend our nation against those who seek to destroy it. Let me start by saying, let me start by saying this motherfucker who held a speech at Waco 
Thank you. On the anniversary, girl. On the, this is like this is a double dip on wrong. Yes. Let me tell you. Let me start, and and, we, and it makes my husband so upset whenever I say it. Whenever I mention David Koresh, who was sleeping with ten year olds, he's raping children. Now, this mind you, a big part of this this pro Trump movement is this you know calling. Hillary Clinton and all these people alleging that they're involved in some sort of child check sex trafficking. So who do they align themselves with? The a man who actually was. That's right. That's child right. Sex That's right. And you know what? And this is my problem with the way that I am seeing that the law works for certain white men. Okay. Certain white men can sit here and say, I believe in God. And because they say that that is their belief and whatever, then whatever they do that follows is okay. Because, you know, we worship him. Yeah. Because he worships this. Yep. And I am sick and fucking tired of it. No, and I, I, you know what, and I, I, I kind of tell you, I mean, specific, I'm also really over the, you know, what is they call it, armchair quarterbacking of what charges should be brought first. What, did, what, what is this with, with, we, we talk about the crimes of this rich white guy, straight asshole, racist white guy, as if it's something to game out. My understanding of the law that out was that if you get a, commit a crime, you get charged. And that, that there isn't any like, oh, well, this is when it should happen. Or this charge should be first or that charge, fuck that shit. This is, first of all, the first thing that happened. This is yes. pre and during is first. So so I don't understand. I'm so sick of this this discussion um, that I've been seeing on CNN and, and MSNBC of, of oh, well, some people saying, like, you know, this is the right time to bring this. This shouldn't be the first charge. The, and I, you know, the way that they say it also hits me in a really bad place, Francis. Mm -hmm. the, the, you know, the stripper charges or the, the you know, I'm like, okay, so what are you, that she's not worth, like she's not worthy enough? That, that's exactly. That because this person was a, an adult entertainer, um, she doesn't have any, she doesn't, she doesn't get any respect. Right. She doesn't have, she has no, um, she, you no know, standing, no, no, the law doesn't work for her. We can game out justice for her and be justice. like, well, now's not the time to pursue that. Cause it's this dirty charge with this dirty person. It's really demeaning. And, and I don't, and I, I don't like it's it. I, like it, it it's, it's, yeah, it really, it really is. And it really offends me. I'm like, um, I'm not trying, let me tell you something. When I get pulled over for speeding, they don't go, you know what? We'd rather do this on a Tuesday. Well, how about we first charge you with not having um, your, your, your tab, your yeah, tab. Exactly. Then next week we'll work on the speeding ticket. Like that's just, I don't, fuck this. When people commit crimes and they have evidence of it, they're supposed to investigate and then charge them. Like, I don't know, <laughs> like what this, this constant need to stop. But, but, but well, this is where we get back. This is, goes back to, this fight false idol worshipness and that we you can't um charge or look at somebody we revere mm -hmm. is the problem david koresh i watched i watched that three hour waco special on yeah. netflix is that american oh god like apocalypse i think it's called Maybe, maybe, but this is my thing. You know, and, and there are people who are still, Branch Davidians are, who survived it, who are still talking about this man as if 
He was the second coming. This mm -hmm. is the same thing that they have done. They've made an idol out of Donald Trump. And they're mm -hmm. angry because their Christ is being, um, the, the law applies to him. And this is the, my issue here is this is a man. Mm -hmm. This is a man. Mm -hmm. I know you may worship him. And that's okay if you worship him. Mm -hmm. But the law still applies to him. He is not a king. He is not a god. I've been watching. I watched Exodus the other day, right? Mm -hmm. People who believe that they are gods. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. The Egyptians. This man believes when people tell him that he is the second. And people believe that. Yeah, but see. 34 counts has a way <laughs> of making you very feel very corporeal or very, very earthly bound. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it has a way of putting you in the flesh. And I'm going to tell you where my mind has been stuck, where I, the, 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 the crux of the biscuit for me this past week, two weeks especially, has been around the fact that Waco could have been avoided. A number of different things could have happened differently mm -hmm. and should have, from recruitment of FBI to all the sorts of things. But I'm going to tell you what really makes me mad is thinking about how Oklahoma City, the Oklahoma City bombings didn't have to happen. Let me take you back. And over and over again, I complain about this all the time. As you know, I am sick of being told about the good, the good men and women of the FBI, mm -hmm. because the FBI has existed for one reason in this country. It is to stop civil rights. Mm -hmm. That's all that organization has ever been concerned about. The number one terrorist in this country in the 60s was Dr. Martin Luther King. Mm -hmm. The FBI declared him the number yep. one terrorist in the country. That's that was the, the nonviolent Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King. Mm -hmm. Their refusal, the FBI's refusal and this government's refusal to call white supremacists domestic terrorists, <laughs> their refusal to treat them as the criminals and the, the domestic terrorists that they are is why Oklahoma happened. Because when you watch Timothy this documentary, being, Timothy McVeigh was there. He was there. He was at Waco selling T-shirts, anti-government T-shirts. Now, right. this thing, when I go, to, when you go to Black Lives Matter or when you go to a protest, they're taking picture of people's license plates and all that at progressive things. They're trying to figure out who might be Antifa. But had they paid any attention to his white supremacist ass, he would have been on a watch list and he would have been able to pull off Oklahoma City. And, and let me tell you something. The, 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 the threat of violence, we have the ex-president of the United States making threats of violence, re requesting threats, mm -hmm. violence, and- Calling and, for it. Calling for it and retaliation in these streets. And, and what everybody wants to sit here and say is the, 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 the underlying message is we shouldn't do this because we fear we fear violence in the streets. You've already had it. I don't know why that people are missing this. January 6th. Happened. Like, like it happened. It There's happened. Nothing, you're not avoiding anything. You're in the fight. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know why, why, why this is so hard for people to get. But the, but this is our, you're not avoiding anything. We're already there. And the idea, let us get up here right now and say some ignorant shit like that. Let us on this podcast say call for violence against somebody in government. That's right. FBI be knocking at my fucking door, right? Tomorrow, in 20 minutes. 
it's it's absolutely i'm going to tell you it's it's in my craw hard it's like all of the tragedies that could have been averted and that could still be averted if we demanded that the fbi and our government function like a fucking government and do what it's supposed to do and come after the criminals and call these domestic terrorists what they are well angela angela you know what trump is calling for He's calling for defunding the FBI. I can't. One week, one week is they're the 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 brave and the wonderful. The next week is to fund them. It's like I can't keep the fuck up. I can't keep the fuck up. Mm-hmm. I have no idea why. Well, okay, so this week we don't like them. No, no. This week, former President Donald Trump is who's also facing charges, criminal charges in Manhattan and potential indictments elsewhere. Oh, that's happening. Call for congressional Republicans to slash funding for the FBI and the Justice Department. This is the quote, Republicans in Congress should defund the DOJ and FBI until they come to their sentence. Trump posted on his social media platform. Okay, um... <laughs> This is the thing. One charge begets the others. And I think that the depression and the, the fear that you saw on Trump and his so-called legal team's faces uh, at his arraignment, which, oh, I love that sentence. Donald mm-hmm. Trump's arraignment. That is just- It's delicious. Oh, it does me so, it does me so good, Francis. Um, it's like a, it's like a balm, a salve, a mm-hmm. vitamin. You know what I'm saying? Like, it makes me feel whole. It's it's like I got an injection. You know, I got that, I got the micro needle in or something. Like, my skin feels new and fresh mm-hmm. every time I say Donald Trump's arraignment. The reason they look so sad is because these 34 counts make it a lot easier for everybody else sort of conceptually to get on their J-O-B and file their charges. That's right. And I just have to say this too, again and again and again, white people, black people saving America again. Again. Leticia James. Thank you. Bonnie Willis. Thank you. Alvin Bragg, all black people. These black people had to have cojones before the fucking Department of Justice, Merrick fucking Garland. I am so sick of that, man. I've been telling you people, I've been telling you since Obama tried to nominate him. The only reason Obama tried to nominate him to the Supreme Court is because fucking um, Mitch McConnell said that's somebody that they would they would confirm. And then of course turned around and didn't even give him a hearing. Mm-hmm. So this per- Merrick Garland has never been in the Mueller-esque sense has never been somebody that I had any love for. He is not the person I wanted on the Supreme Court. Now he would have been better than these mofos. But I don't want that. But like they they don't, they're not, I I cannot get my mind around the people who are being prosecuted and put in jail. The fact that Michael Cohen is out mm-hmm. for these crimes. Like he did his time already. And they're just now getting. I need to stop. Let's pump these brakes. I don't know why. No reporter stops a single Republican in government who say who is sitting there saying these these charges against Trump are wrong. We shouldn't have them. Blah blah blah. And but not stop them and go. But did you think that Michael Cohen should have been prosecuted? If should he have served the time? Because. Donald Trump's DOJ did that. They said- Oh, and they, remember they tried to keep him back in. They tried to throw him back in too. Like they were mad when he got out. This is what this is where logic is failed. America make it make sense. They don't. 
they, this is the thing. They are not bothered by hypocrisy or by a lack of uh, linear like argument. They're not bothered by it. This is my problem. When you allow someone to speak stupid to you, you are stupid. That's right. Yeah. Because what you're doing is speaking stupid. Right. This you're, is the thing. You're, you're communicating in stupidity. You're in their stupid tunnel. That's and right. so when you don't stop and let the air out of stupidity, mm-hmm. it takes you away with it. When you accept so, the premise. That's right. Exactly. I'm telling you, it's, it's, I mean, my, I have a friend uh, who's, whose therapist said talking to crazy people makes you feel crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's that's the problem. It can, it, you, your worldview gets contaminated. That's why I can't stand Andrea Mitchell. Cause I feel like every time I turn on her program, I'm in a different world. Right. <laughs> like, I'm like, what is she talking about? Like, like, so my, my problem is every time a reporter allows a Republican to sit here and criticize this case, but not bring up that we've already, that Trump's DOJ already prosecuted this. This is this is a done deal. The only reason he didn't go to jail and wasn't indicted was because he was president. Which makes zero sense. And the moment that he walked out of the White House, somebody should have put cuffs on that motherfucker, but they didn't, okay? Yeah, I, and I gotta say that we really do need to, I, I'm not okay with the premise that being president means you can't be prosecuted. If I actually require more out of my elected officials than I do everybody else. I yeah. really feel like my elected officials should be better people than me. Like, I really feel like they should be smarter, they should be better, and they should be held to a higher standard of conduct. They're the fucking president. But Republicans don't. You when know? it's them, when it's when I think about how long we had to hear about a blowjob, I get so mad. Yeah. I'm like, how long and how much money in investigations and public forward-facing, you know, testimony. And, and yes, I think there was an issue there. The issue wasn't infidelity. The issue was somebody the the a sexual harassment issue. That's right. This was the this was somebody taking advantage of an intern who worked for them. But they impeached Bill Clinton for that. Right. And I got to sit here. And what they did is with Michael Cohen, he goes and he he does the time. It's almost like they cut the, they, instead of the crime, they, Michael Cohen, they put away the I'm part of crime, but the CR, they left. Right. Like, I'm like, there's, there's no reason for Michael Cohen to have done the thing he, he did. Right. Without the other, without Trump. Well, no, he, this is what they did. He, Michael Cohen did the time for the CRI and the mm-hmm. me, which is Trump at the mm-hmm. end of crime, did nothing. That's right. His dick that did the dirt. Mm-hmm. This is why This is why you can't, you can't come at me with this bullshit. No, I can't. The dick wasn't attached to, to Michael Cohen. No, no, it was not. It wasn't, it wasn't his dick. And E. Jean Carroll, that situation, that's about to be crunk. And and thank, thank you. I thank her for having the courage to step forward. That's right. You know what really upsets me about this too mm. in this the pence uh we've learned this week that uh former vice president and forever coward Ever. um pence mike pence won't appeal his order to testify in the trump federal uh investigation the thing is when i have to listen to the man like mike pence moralize mm-hmm. about everything from sexual orientation to medical care for women um 
when I have to hear him talk about morality and then turn around and be the biggest biscuit maker for Donald Trump and all of the crime, this is all these people watched all this go down. Because let's be clear, we, what we all know about Donald Trump is he can't keep his mouth shut. No. <laughs> like there are no secrets in Trump land. No. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. And you know what? And for me, you know, I I know that I I can't put it in the same way, but Pence for me is like the abused wife. Mm. who just doesn't that's, kind. that's what i'm saying yeah. and and i know because this is to me what this trauma looks like yes to me that's stormy daniels right she's got you know right. i got nothing but empathy right for. but what this trauma looks like to me is i can't i can't get away from him because he holds the key and i like to live a certain kind of way and you know and you know and we this is you know so i i can't i can't get away you know See, this is my problem for instance and you know you know all of you know that um i have vocabulary issues right like i hate when people abuse vocabulary we have a practice in this culture of use of using the phrase i have to have to for things that aren't have tos yep and 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 I get sick of it, whether it's on, uh, you know, on the news sites, they talk about, well, Mitch McConnell has to do this or Mike Pence has to do this to appeal to the space. No, he doesn't have to do anything. Right. He is choosing to align himself with racist, yep. anti-democratic values and demagoguery in order to have power for himself. He doesn't have to do anything. <laughs> like, that's not these are these are choices and people need to be held accountable for their choices. He chose to align himself with a man who called for his lynching. That's right. And oh, speaking of choices and people making better choices, Wisconsin, come on through. What? Come on through, what? Wisconsin. Mm. Wisconsin voters elected a liberal candidate to the state Supreme Court, flipping majority control from conservative I can't say her last name. I'm I was hoping you would hurt. You could say it. I was hoping you could say it. Just okay. get it. Protease. Protease witch. Protease witch. That's wrong. I'm sure. Please forgive us. Victory means that the court is likely to reverse the state's abortion ban and end the use of gerrymandered legislative maps drawn by Republicans. Her victory also ends a 15 years of conservative control in the Wisconsin Supreme Court. And they are already trying to figure out Mm -hmm. How to stop how, it. How to stop her. Right. And this is the thing. And understand what she ran on was abortion. Yes. You need, women need to have a right to abortion. We will get rid of this and stop gerrymandering. And she didn't sidestep it. It wasn't a part of her platform. It was her platform. Yes. And she beat this man by 11 points. That's right. It was decisive. It was decisive in a, in a, in a, in, in a very gerrymandered mm -hmm. situation these people are done with this shit americans are done are waking up you know when when those kids walked out in tennessee yeah and that's where i went there is hope there is hope 
because we are not going to have it. And it's what we said last week, which is we got to get in these streets. We have to be visible. There are more of us than there are of them. The people who are calling for absolute ban on abortion, it's about 10% of this nation. And how many of them even can have a baby or abortion? (laughs) Like I'm like, fuck you. And at 90% of us are not being listened to in this country, okay? Tennessee Democrats, three Tennessee Democrats face removal from office as we're recording after their gun control protests on the state house floor. These uh, House of Representatives, the, the House of Representatives is scheduled to vote today. Uh, as we record, on removing from office three Democrat lawmakers who protested on the chamber floor with a bullhorn to call for gun reform following last month's school shooting in Nashville and are now are being accused of breaking house rules. Let me tell you something. Right. Because that's what they, right. they care about house rules. You know that. If there's anything you know about the Republicans, they care about yes. decorum and house rules. They, they care about that. These are people who are elected. They're talking about getting rid of three elected representatives. And, and they, they're talking about doing it in Tennessee. They're talking about doing it in, in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. They're talking about doing it in Georgia. What, what you need to hear collectively is that the GOP have been preparing for this moment when the tides turn. And what they're saying mm-hmm. is we are not going to release the, the, the reins of control, even in a democratically elected position or reality. That's no longer your reality. Your reality is what we tell you you can have. Exactly. It's ridiculous. And I can't, I can't say it enough. Michael still said it earlier today, but it's from dog catcher yep. on up to president. Every vote matters. Every position matters. And that is what the, it's the best civics lesson in the world at the highest price, uh, which is because right now we're all on, we're all, we're lo- we on the yep. legislative and we are losing. Like we have got to get on the offensive and get off the defense. And, and that's, you see it in governor Whitmer in Michigan. She, she just repealed the 18 what was 18, six, 1840 something anti-abortion law that was in Michigan. Um, they got that repealed, but then you go over to Idaho. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Idaho. It's Idaho. Right. And they, and they, their governor just signed it, a legislation that prevents minors from traveling out of state for abortion care, which Sounds a really, really like a big government telling you what you what, what happened to parents' rights or what happened to like, I'm like to individual rights. So let me get this straight. I, I'm trying to follow this. Um, you can drive if you're underage. You can drive into another state with guns that you can't legally own and murder two people. Right, that's cool. But if you're a young, um, if you are pregnant and you'd go to get medical care um, in the form of abortion out of somehow the state's supposed to know that yeah. and you're not, that's not legal. Okay, see, I was having a hard time putting up, but you're, that's you okay, I did and understand this is it. My thing. Okay. Really is, a, I really do have a problem with the reality that there are women in this world who will listen to the argument like that you would allow like to me to as a parent as a person as a woman as an american 
that you're going to tell people that they can't care for their kids the way legally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you have a right to know where yeah. people are going and why? I mean, because the only way to monitor this is a complete violation Absolutely. of your right to privacy. The only way to do this is to, it's a complete violation of your right you to privacy to and your child. Well, here's the like, thing. It's, it's, you don't have any privacy. Apparently not. And and we're going to follow you on your apps. We want to know when you're ovulating. We want, if you're going to play a sport as a girl, we want to know when your last period was. We want to know what genitalia you have. We want to know that's right. Which is the absolute limit. When I tell you, Miss Manners would turn in her grave. There is never a conversation outside of with a, a healthcare professional that deals with your genitalia. There is never an okay conversation around what genitalia well, somebody has. It's none of your business. Your business. We'll be right back after these messages. Welcome back. Maryland reports details abuse allegations against 158 priests. I put this in here because I worked for a Catholic church for years. Can you say that again? Because you said that kind of fast. Say that again so people hear it. Maryland report details abuse allegations against 158 priests. The Maryland mm -hmm. uh, Attorney's General mm -hmm. Office on Wednesday released a redacted version of a report which details on sexual abuse allegations against 158 Catholic priests with more than 600 victims in 80 years. The investigation also examined the Archdiocese of Baltimore's handling of the cases. Former Maryland Attorney General Brian Frosch launched in the inquiry in 2019, and researchers went over more than 100,000 pages of documents dating back as far as the 1940s. The investigation was completed after a court in, in November. After a court fight, a judge last month ordered the redacted version be made public. Um, and then hours after the report's release, the Maryland General Assembly sent a bill allowing more survivors to sue people who sexually abused them. I think this is important um, because, first mm -hmm. of all, with 600 victims, you know that there's, we could put a, a zero or more on that. Yeah, those are the people who talked. And this is one diocese. One. Which is insane. I yeah. don't even know how many there are. Like, Let me tell you. When I was a child, and um, our favorite, favorite priest, Father Hagen, was the light of our, of our parish. And um, all of a sudden, he, you know, and, and we kids, we kids uh, always see, oh, Father Hagen would call, you know, a few of his favorites over to help him out. Mm -hmm. And you were lucky to be picked out, you know, to go over and um, work with Father Hagen in the, uh, over in the uh, parish and do other things when you didn't have to do your work, you know what I mean? And it was never older kids, it was always younger kids who got to do it. Mm -hmm. And um, all of a sudden, Father Hagen was being removed from the church. And do you know, it took me, and people were so angry. People were so outraged, they left the parish. 
that he was being removed. Mm -hmm. Did they say why he was being removed? No, but I found out once I worked there as an adult, almost an adult, it was because he was touching children. And yeah. what really, the thing, the children that he was touching were my friends, the people I went to school with. Nobody ever said anything. It was never talked about. Mm -hmm. I don't know who it was, but it was little, little. I, I know it was boys, you know? And the reason I'm talking about on a personal level, I watched, you know what I mean? Being part of that system. Yes. You were in this community, in this system, and, and a Absolutely. very active member in it. Like uh, extraordinarily active. And yeah. this is what I'm telling you. I, you know, being part of that system, it's like we were children, eight, nine years old. Mm hmm And there are, I just looked it up, there are 194 dioceses. Yeah. Uh, if that's how you say that, in this country. That's one. That's one. That's one. Like it's, it's, I think that, and I, the Catholic church, people shouldn't have to sue them. And I, and I do think that we have to, when you talk about sex, tra child That's sex trafficking, at what point do we hit, do we hit the official Catholic church with a Rico? Like at what point, because they were moving these people around for years, knowing full well what they were like, at what point do we on a broader way hold this organization responsible? I'm not talking about Catholicism. I'm talking about this organization that calls itself the representative because of Catholicism in this country. Like at what point does this become, thank you. At what point does this become something that isn't just, we keep treating it like it's an anomaly when it seems to be the rule. Which I'm going to go back to what I said early about David Koresh and something about this country that if I put in front of it, whatever I'm doing, that, that mm -hmm. I am working for God or Christ, whatever I do underneath that, that umbrella is sanctioned okay. And I don't understand it. I don't make me yeah. understand it, America. I don't understand why we, it is okay if I am a man, a white man in America, and I say, I, I am, you know, godly. I, um, I am, I, I'm a priest, or I'm David Koresh, and I'm, I'm, I'm a pastor. I'm chosen, chosen ordained, ordained, Donald Trump. In my own I'm mind. ordained, and you, you feel that you know whatever your feeling or thought is, whatever that person does becomes okay. And it's the same thing I feel when we talk about white supremacy and those people. It's they're all in that same like this is the forgivable group. Well, they don't even they act as if the questioning is even incomprehensibly wrong. That, that the like, law doesn't apply. And I know that we're you know I know we have it for later, but I think you know that 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 to me also we have to bear in mind that these there's like um it's sort of like the police department in my mind that's sort of it is in that there is when you talk about you know whiteness the power of whiteness in this country that that actually 
goes over your perhaps perceived or forward facing ethnicity so that black cops commit acts of discrimination and violence mm -hmm. against black people as do white cops right. because the color is blue. And I think that this is the same issue. We, for some reason, we have allowed in this culture a level of behavior that, and I know what the reason is that these are the people who are in charge. So of course they don't want to get prosecuted. So they make sure they don't. But but to to tell yourself that I follow Donald Trump because I'm against the child sex trafficking of the Clintons when they've never once been accused by anyone of anything close to that. And we have, but you are defending David Koresh. And he is in fact, you consider the spiritual leader yes. at the beginning of your movement, you know, towards freedom and turning this country into some sort of Jesus utopia as you see that his Jesus. It, it's... It's disgusting how we how we, we will offer up our children to be shot in school. I don't understand it. But these people gonna talk make to it me make about sense morality. To me. Make it make sense to me. And for me, I just really need us to pump the brakes. Uh we we have got for me, I'd like to see churches be taxed. Absolutely. Because to me, they've been allowing these churches to be political too, and I'm sick of that shit. I'm done. Done, done, done. I got no. You can't, no. I'm done. No more. Uh, next up, <laughs> the EPA proposed stricter rules for pollutants from coal and oil fired power plants. Okay, I just watched video of coal, of, of oil I'm running down the you, street. I'm telling you, girl. I'm telling you. Where is that? <laughs> Is it in Ohio? Where is that that the oil's running down the street? Is it, right is, uh, is it like, Philadelphia? Is it? No, oh. that's a different chemical spill. This, this is the problem. <laughs> that I don't know which chemical spill we're talking about. No, it's the pipeline. It's the same. They had the same problem. Chris Hayes was talking about it like ten years ago when his show started. They had the same thing. And it, like, it, do does the EPA have rules? Because it just really feels like if they're they not. do, they're not working. And I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out a wild a wild guess here. And I admittedly just an off the cuff hmm. plan, Francis, for the EPA. How about we start enforcing them? Because it doesn't seem like the rulemaking is having the desired effect. So maybe we should start enforcing well, those rules. Here we rules. go. The EPA said. Excuse me, new rules would also reduce nickel, arsenic, and lead pollution. Together, the pollutants can reduce. Reduce? Not eliminate. Okay, reduce. I would like it. I would like it. Like like can, can we vote? Can we vote? Because arsenic, I know what they that is. They say together, the pollutants can what? cause, quote, significant health impacts, including fatal heart attacks. That's death. Okay, significant. This, this, is, this is vocabulary abuse all over this article, all over it. Cancer and developmental delays in children. Let me tell you something. They don't give a fuck about I you, can. especially if you're poor. No. No, we don't care about kids. I'm so sick of this country, but we're no, a country of families. No, we're not. <laughs> no, we're not. We don't care. You can't look at the way that we, the shit that we allow to go down and be like, you're a nation that cares about kids. No, we don't. <laughs> Not at all. We got people, we got fucking hot the butt, it, like making child labor legal. Like, I just can't get my mind around where we get off. Saying we care. Saying as a country we care. Here we go. Elon Musk labeled NPR's Twitter account as state affiliated media. NPR. I am so sick of him. I am so Here's my problem. sick of him. 
We got one man making a decision about the narrative of news. Yeah. And accusing NPR that gets less than 1% of their budget from the government. I'm like, really? This is my, again, make it make sense to me. But this isn't, this is, but it brings up for me, and this is our personal experience. In dealing with, we used to do, we used to make appearances on the local, one of our local mm -hmm. NPR affiliate like stations. And um, it is the one and only time in yeah. our career that we have been censored. Though that's not entirely fair. There was that one time on Greg Gutfeld, uh, that we were, yeah. they cut our mics off yeah. and then we never went back. Um, but, but other than that, the only other time that we've had people come to us and say we couldn't say something was at NPR. And they didn't, what it was is they wanted us to not, they wanted us to say something positive about Sarah Palin. It was during that election. And we looked at each other and said, but we can't, there's nothing positive to say. Why, why do we need to say, we're here to report and give our views on the news. We're not here to give equal praise yeah. to people. Like I don't <laughs> what, and so, and then they, they cut out part of our commentary because they were afraid. See, this is why you can't kowtow to these people. NPR has been dancing around, and at least this affiliate out here, dancing around trying to satisfy these people, right? Trying to sat, and you can't satisfy them because That's they want right. us for you to be gone and for you to have no value, to have no say, and to have no power. So stop thinking there's a compromise you can make with fucking racist demagogues that they're going to be that they're going to come through on. There isn't. When you give up a pound of flesh, all you give up is a all I can do is see your bones now. Now you're gonna right. wound. You're gonna bleed out. You're gonna bleed out. And you might if that's never gonna be made right or good. There is no there is no uh order of indictments that would be okay with with the Trump land or any of his followers, or that would we wouldn't have to be worrying about violence. Like there is no there is no magic word to get these people to to worry about their own hypocrisy. They I don't know. care. And speaking of hypocrisy, Justice Clarence Thomas accepted several luxury paid okay. trips paid for by GOP mega donor ProPublica. This is the thing to Harlan huh? Crow. Harlan Crow is the the conservative businessman specifically with, that um that Thomas. It's become clear that he took all these luxury vacations right. from without Here reporting them. NPR is doing everything it can to jump through its asshole to satisfy mm -hmm. even the most potential piece of 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 of, of, of critique. Critique or Clarence mm -hmm. Thomas don't mm -hmm. give a shit. Don't give a fuck. Because truthfully, dude, if he had just declared these things, he wouldn't. As much as I hate it, I don't think he, there'd be a problem. I think it's unethical, but but there apparently there are no laws or rules regarding the Supreme Court's ethics. But the idea, but what he did, what he did was actually criminal, is my understanding from this, is that he didn't report it. And that you get into taxes and a whole bunch of other stuff with that because that's supposed to be income. You know what mm. I learned during tax season? That if you have a debt that gets charged off by the person you have a debt mm -hmm. to, the company, you have to yeah. count that as income. So you get, a, I got a form because I had some debt that got charged off. I don't mind telling y'all, times have been tough. I, and they sent me the the document. It's like not, it's like a, it's not a W-2 mm -hmm. or a 1099, but it's the same concept, right? And so I had to declare that yeah. as income. This man, we all knew 
No, he's unethical. Mm-hmm. That's my belief that he is. And but allegedly now, perhaps even right. in a criminal fashion. And don't care. Don't give a fuck how it looks. Don't, don't give, give a, a fuck. He's on the Supreme Court and don't give a fuck. I got to hear about George Soros sending me checks I have yet to receive. But this man is directly taking taking luxury trips of unknown value and we don't know if there's any cash because he didn't declare the trip what the fuck happened do you know on your taxes you're supposed to declare bribes there's actually a place for you to declare a bribe now the minute you check it and do it you're gonna get charged well we would hope you're gonna get charged with accepting a bribe but you won't get the tax charge because you tagged you got it taxed you won't get prosecuted by the irs so I'm Terrence Thomas and Jenny Thomas are about as crooked as crickets, and I am so sick of this being yeah. allowed to go oh, on. And because we're letting it go on. We're letting it go on. Last but not least, I believe, here is the uh this was the title today. The US economy is unwell. April could be a cruel month. That's what CNN is saying. After months of uh, of a remarkably remarkably strong U.S. labor market and economy, everything seems to be slowing down. Um, The latest high-frequency data shows that the consumer could be running out of steam. Running out of steam? It's no, it's money. It's money. money. Running out of steam? When I'm not running, I got steam. I got nothing but steam. I'm steamy as fuck. I'm going through the change. I got steam. Hiring activity is moderating. Business activity is softening. Interest rate uh, sensitive sectors are pulling back and housing is suffering. You know why housing is suffering? Because people ain't got the money. Okay. Whether it's Friday's monthly jobs report, easily the most anticipated piece of data out this week will confirm the trend. The unflinching resilience of the U.S. labor market. And to me, that's a really interesting take on it because what we're saying is people, and I want to take a step back from what usually the the argument for the GOP is, everybody's on welfare. Nobody's working. People don't want to work. What I'm looking at is a job market of people saying, I need to work. And not only do we need to work, the reality, the problem with the, the reason why we have a strong U.S. labor market is because we are all underemployed. That's right. We have to, people have to have two, three jobs to make, to make enough money to be broke. When I, when I look at what I made last year and the fact that I ended up, I owed any taxes, because, the, like, to me, I tell you, we just say this oh, every year, Francis, like, by what witchery and magic exactly. did we make it through this year since COVID, is, you know, especially? Like, like because I'm like, when I look at the numbers, I'm like, oh, I, I did some magic. I don't know how, right. how I made this work. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. We're artists. We make money bounce. But I can tell you how I made it work. Credit. Credit. Yeah. Credit. I paid one thing. Yes, right. Peter to pay Paul. I clonered, clonered my way through this or, you know, any of those, a firm or whatever they are. You know, you, you call, you call AT&T, you pay half the bill, and then you, you make a payment. Mm-hmm. Schedule a payment for the last exactly. date that they will allow. I mean, let's talk about how we are all getting through, not even getting by. We used to get by. No, just just making it to tomorrow. That's right. And, to tomorrow. and literally, literally, my my POV has had to change from 
a year to months, a quarter to a month, to week to the day. Weeks. Yeah. To the day. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, when you think about all of the things that it takes for us to even do this internet, right? Which isn't free, you know, equipment, which as we've discussed is not free and yes. also f falls apart, breaks, needs to be replaced, stuff like that. Um, time, some corner, some place to do uh -huh. it. No, Facility. No, I, I, I stop <laughs> you even know? Before you get there, when you have to print up the articles, when we print up our articles, Oh, this made you know, me so mad and this the idiots and all that. So it's ink. You have to have you can pay the printer. It's the printer, the electricity, and then now Microsoft won't That's let you right. do it without paying them. Well, I just paid a hundred dollars again to Microsoft this year, so I can use their software. So I can. So I like. So I, this is where this is why I, I get really upset around the whole discussion around education and not needing an education or not needing to further one's education. These. We don't need when we and this is within this discussion is why where are all these why aren't there more jobs? Well, because a lot of these jobs are getting automated. And here we go. Francis told me uh, this morning what what's going on with McDonald's? Denver just opened up its first fully AI automated, no employees working anywhere, robots making your taking your order, making your order. Mm -hmm. and delivering your food and we just tweeted it out because that's all we talk about in idiot of the week is manage your fast food expectations we got story after story about somebody being shot with a gun that's right at burger king by a 16 year old by somebody who brought in a gun because he didn't like the sauce they put on his burger, mm -hmm. the 16 year old that worked there took the gun and shot the guy. And the 16 year old is going to jail. Yep. I, it is, they, when you look at what's happening, they don't, we don't need automation and and the price of labor in other countries which i which disgusts me those things we don't there aren't there isn't really a future for certain kinds of employment in this country and that's been true all of our from before we were born and i what you have what we all need to exercise more is the biggest muscle that we have our brain and that what what is going to be the most useful in the future is it, an ability to be in those kinds of jobs that aren't hands-on that aren't manual labor like th those areas and analysis but things like being doctors nurses teachers all these things that are like believe me the all of the teacher gonna be they're gonna be teachers and that may Wait, that may happen okay, in our lifetime. Just, let me tell you something. That's why that union got to fight like hell because they're right. not going to be there. Your child, if you don't have access to internet, if you don't, they've stopped teaching cursive. Children can't sign their names. I watched my friend's daughter make her mark. They wanted her to. She don't know how to sign her name. This is crazy. She made a little smiley face with like some little, little bird <laughs> on it. <laughs> not kidding. I am not kidding. Shotzi was like signing a permission slip and she handed it to her daughter and was like, here, you have to sign your name too. And I watched her do, 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 put a little bird with a bread or whatever on this. I was like, what's that? And Shotzi was like, that's her signature because they're not teaching cursive. Like, I was like, are you, even just for the purposes of signing no, your name? No. Like, I, this is ridiculous. And I mean, do I resent 
the months and hours that we spent with that little line paper drawing every letter? Of course I do. It was awful. It was hell. And it was a punishment. Remember, like if you talked in class, they'd be like, go write the alphabet 17 times a cursive. And I never did learn how to do my cursive uppercase Q. But the point is- Let me tell you, Walmart is relying more on AI. And, And let me just start by saying this. Also, I just heard this and I'm just gonna pass it on to everybody. And the AI that's in our meeting right now, I want to let you know I love you. And I am here. And I, and I am so here for you. This is not a critique of you. This is not a critique of you. I'm just, I'm talking about us, okay? Walmart plans to, uh, because what I've heard is AI will remember every, they want you to start saying oh, yeah. thank you to AI because the nicer you are to it and the kinder you are, the better, the better it will it be acts. to you. That's not why I want computers. I don't need to have to genuflect to well, computers. You this are. is not fair. Let me tell you something. Somebody has entered you into a, a relationship that you didn't ask to be in, but you are in a relationship no, with AI. Right. And if you don't know that yet, you about to find out the fuck about out. To find Walmart. Out. We're all about to fuck around and find out. Walmart plans to slow its pace of hiring in the coming year and focus on building out AI technology to serve customers. The retailer announced its annual investor at its annual investor meeting that it intends to depend heavily on automation to achieve its goal of adding more than 130 billion or 4% in sales over the next five years. Let me explain something to you. Okay, which is a misnomer, right? Because it's not that they're adding in sales. This is how companies are making profit. Let me explain something to you about AI. And if you didn't see uh, recently, somebody just showed the first AI weather person, right? And she looked really real. She looked really, really real. And what you have to remember about that is that's just the weather person. But you can have a sports person. You can get your, start getting your news from that person. And what does that mean? That means that the AI will only tell you what it's supposed to tell you, not give you opinions. It will never get pregnant. It'll never be sick. It will never age. It will never harass a fellow employee and cause your embarrassment or lawsuits. It won't need insurance. Exactly. Why do I need a person? Well, but understand too that I think that the whole, at the end of it, in that sort of Star Trekian way, technology was supposed to free us of tasks that 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 while being absolutely necessary and absolutely um, vital and and all things worthy don't allow the human mind its potentially full potential. This idea, that's how technology is sold to us, right? That, and I believe in it. And I do think that that, that all that you, you make, that this is all important progress. But in that, we can't allow companies to destroy life for humans. <laughs> and what Walmart and other companies have done during our lifetimes is they used to make, the way they made profit was by having more sales. Now what they do is they fuck with their workers. They take away more and more of their money. They take away their hours. They do whatever they can to keep them from unionizing. And that's how they increase profits. That's what, because they, they're not making more sales because at the end of the day, this shit can't survive, right? If you have to have people who have the money to buy your crap, you know, and if you don't have people have the money to buy your crap, then you got to figure out something else to do. And this is what they're yes. doing. Well, and here we are. You know, um, 
when I, in the nineties, I used to talk about green zones, right? They used to talk about green zones and green zones where, you know, you had to have a car to be in and you had to be, and we're there now. I was talking to my husband about getting into the building where he teaches and you to get into the building, you have to have clearance of being well. You needed to have taken the test. You don't even deal with anybody until you are clear to get in. You have to be green. And so the building itself is a green zone. You know what I'm saying? And we're doing the same thing with AI. Now we're sitting here and we're saying, okay, We're going to take away a whole sector of jobs. These were jobs that we all took, you know, a lot of people, fast food. That was a lot of people's first job. People aren't going to know what that is anymore. But here we are, everybody. Here we are. We are jumping off with AI. I want you to be prepared when you walk in and there's nobody stocking the shelves at at Whole Foods anymore. When there is no one, you know, there are whole Japanese stores, you know, that you walk in. Well, do they, they do them at the airport now. At the airport now, there's a store that they have people there because the tech ain't, it ain't, it doesn't, it's not perfect, right? So, but you walk in, you put your card in at the little gate and then a gate opens and you walk in. And when you pick up things, if you walk out with them, your card gets charged. Now, so understand that in order to go into that store, you need to have a card. That's called a green zone. And that's the only thing, that only thing in that area of the airport that has food, water, whatever. That's a green zone. And you have to have a card to be able to to utilize that. That's not, that's not a quality. No, you can't walk up to somebody and give them $5 of legal fucking tender, right? No. And I've had a bank tell me that they don't always accept cash. I'm just... (laughs) And that is our final word. And now it's time for emails, emails. Time to go get your emails. I appreciate the bright, sunny tone of the (laughs) lack of singing. Um, in the emails, Jiggle, I do. I do appreciate the bright and sunny tone that you're throwing on it to try to distract from the, it's like you showed a little leg, showed a little leg to distract the fact no, that you ain't taking I'm off not. those panties. We are in a six month relationship. <laughs> Thank you very much. I need a thousand hours of conversation. Yes. I went to a Catholic school. I know what I'm supposed to do. Like, you, you did some pre camera yeah, yeah, or yeah, their version that. of it. Here we go. This is from uh, Thomas G. Thank you very much. He says, okay, ladies. So uh, I am so remiss here. You had you all sent me a birthday video back in November and I never replied with a thank you. Oh, you're so sweet. My mother would be so disappointed. Anyway, I love the annual birthday video and all of the monthly pick-me-up videos. They always make me smile. He's talking about Patreon, y'all. That's what we do. We send you a birthday video. And then there's a monthly video at a certain list. Yeah. Yeah, of us acting a fool. Um, And I just listened to the last edition of Idiot Yesterday while I was cross-country skiing. I read this to my husband this morning because it made me feel so good. 
The story of the three-way with the surly woman insulting the other two was probably the funniest things I have ever heard. I was doubled over in laughter. Some other skiers stopped and asked if I was okay. I think they thought that I was having a seizure. It was a good day. The criminal clangerine Trump arraigned a beautiful day of skiing and hilarious frangelet in my earbuds. And I just had to take a moment and receive, thank you, Thomas, as you were saying that, and receive that because you took us skiing yeah. with you, you know. That's so sweet because that's as close as I was going to come across country skiing. That's just hard. I don't. <laughs> and I appreciate it's that. Hard. He says he finishes up here and says, "Take care." And if you ever do a show in the Reno Tahoe area, I'll be there with a drink and snack of your choice. Or I'd make a pilgrimage to the Bay Area if you do a uh, show there. Sexy liberal, put a bug in Miss Miller's ear about that. Is what he's saying. She's been talking about it. She's been talking about another yeah. sexy liberal tour. And next up, you want to read, you want to read that one? Sure. This is mm -hmm. from Peggy. So, dear ladies, I just want to know why glee is pouring from every single pore of your face, Angela. Francis is also gleefully uh, and not outdone by Angela this morning. Ha ha ha! It's delicious, isn't it? And this is about yeah. the Trump indictment. When we were on Stephanie Miller last week, I mean, I couldn't. <laughs> Even it tastes good to me now. We like mm, every time I think about him being arraigned, it's just like it's like I feel sunlight in my heart, you know, in a real way. I understand what joy is. Like it's it's like, and I thought I felt joy before, but I didn't know the heights to which it could go. She goes on, I also realized that there has been a perpetual smile on my own face since the moment I found out. Actually, you're going to have to read it because the way it printed, it cut off. Uh, half yeah, of the it's sentence. on something uh indication. I can't see what that says either. She, she continues to go on and oh, says, I'm okay. 83 and I thought that I would never, ever have, never thought I would ever have much to be happy about in the future. In the past three years uh, were something. Yeah. This got yeah. cut off in some weird way. So, but basically it it's very lovely. Uh, <laughs> the email and she, this woman, she's talking about, um, thank you, Peggy, for writing us. And we're, we will try to get, because I just now looked at this and I'm like, I read it online, but when you printed it out, I printed it out all weird, which again, now I'm mad at the AI. Because what, what the happened, what happened between, I thought it was it just my printer, too. but it happened yeah. to too. Yeah, it went sideways like this. Yeah. yeah, it went, I don't know why that, this is from an email, mm, I don't understand. Right. But Peggy, thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you for writing to us. We really do appreciate it. We do read all your emails. Thank you. And you can always write us at Frangela08 at gmail.com. Look at me. Uh, and let me tell you, thank you so much for listening to uh, us. I'm Francis Callier. This has been that shit we do. Uh, the final yeah. word. <laughs> You know what? We maybe we need some coffee. Yeah, I'll have, I'll have some more coffee. Have a good day, y'all. Okay. <laughs>that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. 
My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth.